Today we're going to talk about the new mom. There's a lot of new moms out there who are struggling when it comes to breastfeeding. They're struggling before they even start. And my goal here is to make sure that you know what will happen before it does happen. My goal is to educate you and let you know that you can do anything that you choose to do. So today we're going to talk about the struggles of being a first-time mom, especially when you think you don't have that supply. So let's go back to you're in the hospital, you're feeding the baby, and you don't think your milk has come in. Yes, you're correct. Most of the time your milk has not come in. There is colostrum. Colostrum is the best. This will get you and your baby really equipped for when your milk comes in around the three to four day range. So I want you to be prepared and make sure you're not stressed when your baby comes. Focus on latching and positioning. I go to a lot of clients' homes where they're stressed out. I mean, the first week they're home, they're like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I need you to understand that the reason you don't know what you're doing is because you're just a little too nervous. This is why we suggest you take the child prevention placing classes that we have that goes from birth until, well, from pregnancy until birth. I want you to realize that babies don't sleep all the time, especially the first few weeks. And there's nothing wrong with your supply. New babies, they often nurse, especially in the early days. There's a lot going on. There are several growth spurts in the first six weeks that they must go through. And if your baby is not waking up, you need to wake your baby up every two hours to feed. Why? Because it does reduce the risk of SIDS, which is Sudden Infant Death Syndrome. Did you know that if you let your baby sleep too long, they may not wake up? So it's very important for you to wake up your babies, especially during the first few days, okay? And all you have to do, the main thing I always tell mothers, when you get home, your job is to breastfeed, breastfeed, and take care of yourself. There's nothing that you need to do currently. For the first six weeks, let's establish your milk supply. Let's regulate your milk so after that, your body knows how much milk to make at what time of day. That is very important when it comes to a breastfeeding mother. And no, I need us to just sit down. We need to sit down and enjoy and relax and stay in the moment when it comes to our babies. Pumping in these early days is not recommended because your baby needs to learn to breastfeed. Just like you're learning to even hold your baby while breastfeeding, this is new to them as well. Some babies have lip ties. Some babies have tongue ties. There's many things that babies may have when they're born. And we have to catch these things early so we can be successful in breastfeeding. And yes, you can breastfeed with a lip tie. You can breastfeed with a tongue tie. I have plenty of clients who does, who have not done the surgical procedure to cut it. 
So I want you to be consistent when it comes to the first week of breastfeeding. The only thing you need to focus on is breastfeeding every two hours. If you have to set a timer, you breastfeed every two hours. Okay, so I don't want you to think that you're not enough because your baby wants to breastfeed all day long. Babies breastfeed for many reasons. They're different cues, not just for hunger. They breastfeed for comfort as well. Just like me as a mother with my husband, my comfort is rubbing ears. So I want you to understand that this is a real baby. This is a real person just like you. What are your comfort measures? that you do to stay calm. I have people that crochet in their bed. They'll put their music on with the violinist to stay calm. So what babies are needing, they need you to be there for them because they can't do it themselves. All right? And a stash is not necessary in order to be a successful breastfeeder. There's a lot going on I see on Facebook where a lot of mothers, they're picking up or getting pumping uh, milk stashes. You don't need a milk stash for your baby. Your body makes milk every day. How amazing is that, that our bodies will know how much milk our baby needs. And when our babies are sick, your milk will change to get them better faster. So I want you to understand that the first weeks of breastfeeding is very important, and I don't want you to give up. You know, some doctors, they'll, your first week, of course, we go after the baby is born. The first week, you go to the doctor. The doctor's like, oh, the baby lost six ounces. The baby lost a pound. And that is normal. I need you to understand, when you go to the doctor, you make sure that they realize that you know what you're talking about. So you say, okay, that's fine. I'll make sure I breastfeed him more because they'll try to offer you formula and say, hey, take this formula. And when you start taking formula when you're learning your uh, baby and your breast is still regulating at that time, your milk supply will drop because now you're supplementing and now you think, well, okay, if I gave a formula, I don't have to breastfeed at that moment. If you're giving formula, you still have to pump which is not recommended for the first six weeks. And if you're going to a doctor that states, how about you go ahead and pump instead? You need a new doctor. And this is why you have lactation consultants. So how can we tell how much our babies are making? When it comes to babies' pee-pee and poo-poo diapers, okay, you got to have six to eight wet diapers, three to five poopy diapers before the first six weeks for poops, okay? Once your white milk or mature milk comes in, if your baby is making that and gaining, you're on the right track, okay? So don't worry about it. If you think your baby is not having enough wet diapers, guess what? Feed them more. Feed them more often, because I want you to make sure that you're doing a great job. And yes, your baby will be held all the time. Wouldn't you want to be held all the time when you don't know where you are? You've, they've been in us for nine months. They've heard us all the time. They felt every move, 
every feeling that we felt, they felt. And I want you to understand that there's nothing wrong with holding your baby. I don't know why people say, you need to put that baby down, you're spoiling them. That is your child. You ought to spoil your child. You ought to nurture your child. Okay? When they get a little older, then go for it, you know. I don't, I'm not a person to have, a, to let a baby cry or anything. So um, I need you to focus that. And I want you to know that when you become a mother, there's more to it than just breastfeeding. And I don't want you to give up. The goal here is for you to push through because of course the first six weeks, it's a very tiring time. You're tired. You had, you know, you just gave birth. There's a lot going on right now, but guess what? I guarantee you, if you push through, you will make it. And you will be surprised how long you breastfeed. I have a lot of mothers, they'll say, okay, I'm going to uh, breastfeed for six months. They'll message me, guess what, Ariel? I'm here. I'm almost there to a year. So what happened to six months? It's an amazing experience. And I want you to get that amazing experience. There's nothing more exciting than a breastfeeding journey, let me tell you. Breastfeeding journey is such an amazing bond that you are well aware, you become even more empowered to know that your body is feeding your baby. That is the most amazing thing you can ever come across. That if your baby gets sick, that what's the best thing for them is your milk. To see them smile at you while breastfeeding is an experience you don't want to miss. Okay, so I really don't want you to miss the opportunity to be amazing. And I want you to be patient and gain their trust because they're trying to gain their trust with you. And make sure you have an amazing support system. If you don't have an amazing support system, check out our breastfeeding support group for black moms and our daddy can do group for fathers because we know that daddies can do. You know, it's a lot of fathers out there who think they can't do anything because you're breastfeeding. That is a lie. I promise you that's a lie. There's a lot of things daddies can do. Daddies can do skin to skin. Daddies can change diapers. Daddies can do so much and help bond. I've literally had my husband sit there next to me, hold the baby, because I'm just too tired to even hold the baby right now. Can you just put him on me and let him breastfeed? And you create memories, you create bonds that last forever. And don't be stressed out about laundry and dishes. Let me tell y'all, ladies and gentlemen, this is where you need to hire a postpartum doula. See, this is something that I do as well. So after you have your baby, you need to get a postpartum doula or cleaning company. These are things that you need during your first six weeks of pregnancy. And we will be having a lot of packages for you ladies and gentlemen that if you ever needed anything, let us know. And we'll send someone your way to make sure you're good to go. And guess what? With postpartum doulas, you get that extra special attention, whatever you need. Whatever baby needs, whatever the family needs, we're here for you. If you need someone to cook, they'll go ahead and cook. If you need someone to take care of the baby while you rest, because it's necessary that you need to rest. 
As a first-time mom, you definitely need to drink, drink, drink water. Hydrate yourself. And be wary of what we call boosters. There's no need for teas, fenugreek teas, uh, lactation cookies. Literally, that does nothing for your supply. We know that the way to make milk is to move milk. And what that means is all you have to do is breastfeed. The more you breastfeed, the more milk you produce. If you miss a session, your milk supply will drop because now your body's like, okay, well, I don't need that right now. She doesn't need any more milk around this time. So I want you to focus on establishing a great milk supply. So every two hours, ladies, every two hours you breastfeed, and I bet you you'll have the milk that you need. And I need us to start trusting in our bodies. Our bodies are amazing. If you don't think your body is amazing, Put your baby on your breast and watch them grow. It grew a whole baby that one day will walk and feed themselves. We've been doing this forever, for centuries. All you have to do is put your baby back to the breast. It's proven evidence out there that all you need is for your baby to breastfeed. So as a new mom, the one thing that you need to focus on is establishing milk supply, which breastfeeding every two to three hours. I'll say every two, sometimes before then, your baby will let you know. I like, I breastfed maybe like every hour and a half because I didn't want my baby to be fidgety um, because they want to latch so quickly and they couldn't get the latch right. So give them time. Try to feed them earlier so they know what is going on. So the first week, your baby should definitely feed often. For a good milk supply and to reduce engorgement, which is when your breast gets really big and hard and rocky, you don't want those problems. I promise you, I've had that. I want you to aim for 10 to 12 feedings per day in 24 hours. And you can't nurse too often. You can't nurse too little, okay? And no, you can't overfeed your baby on the breast. That was a question that women do ask. No, you can't. Nurse at the first signs of hunger. If they're stirring, if they're rooting, if their hands are in their mouth, don't wait until the baby is crying. Give them a limited time at the breast. So they can keep practicing. Some newborns are excessively sleepy at first, but you still have to wake your baby up. Wake them up every two hours. And remember to know how much your baby is getting. Of course, you can check the weight gain. How many dirty diapers for each day of life. So day one, your baby should have one. Dirty diaper. Day two, two. Day three, three. Day four, four. And then the stools will be yellow. At least the third or fourth day, okay? So it will be like a quarter size. Um, some babies stool every time they nurse, which is normal, okay? So don't be um, saying, oh my gosh, my baby's going to the bathroom all the time. And be prepared for when your baby slows up with going to the bathroom because breastfed babies 
we can they can literally go up to 10 days. Now, that was for poopy diapers. Now, wet diapers, it's the same. Once my, uh, once your milk comes in, expect to have five to six wet, six wet diapers every 24 hours, okay? And what does it mean when your milk comes in? A lot of women, they're like, I don't get it. What happens? Your milk comes in, it's like an increase in quantity. And it changes from colostrum to what we call mature milk between two to five days. So what we recommend is you don't miss a feeding. Don't miss a feeding. And you better not skip that feeding at night. Because let me tell you, you're going to wake up and your breast going to go from a D to a H. I didn't did it before. Okay. Ensure you're having good latching position. And if you're hurting when your baby latches, take them off because you're not they're not latched correctly. Breastfeeding should not hurt, even in the earlier days. Yes, they should practice. Your nipple does get a little tough, but it should not hurt. If it's hurting more than, I would say, 10 seconds, take them off and relatch. And you need to let baby finish the first breast before offering the second, okay? Make sure you're switching sides because you don't want to end up me with one big boob, one little boob, girl, it ain't cute. And you need to know when to call your doctor or your midwife or your lactation consultant. If your baby hasn't had any wet diapers or any dirty diapers in the first week, you need to call your doctor. If your baby urine is dark, when it should be pale yellow to clear by day three, you need to call your doctor. If your baby has fewer wet diapers or nurses less frequently than the goals that we have, that I've just talked about, you need to call a doctor. And if you're having symptoms of what we call mastitis, so mastitis is when your breast gets sore, it's very sore, you get a fever-like feeling in your breast. You get chills, it's achy, uh, sometimes your breast can turn red. If you're getting that feeling, definitely need to speak to a doctor because now you're engorged. That means your milk is not able to come out correctly. Yes, you can get it out by massaging it. You definitely need to make sure you're massaging your breasts, but you can do this. All right, so make sure your baby is as long, let your baby nurse all the time, okay? There's, where you going? I want to know where we going as soon as the baby come, okay? You got... Most women has at least six weeks off. You got six weeks off, sit down. Sit down and enjoy your baby because you don't need to be getting up for what. And I want you to know what things are normal. Frequent nursing. Long nursing is normal. We don't want to say up to 15 to 20 minutes. But in the early, uh, early days, let them nurse as long as they want. And what we call cluster feeding or cluster nursing, this lasts for uh, several hours. Usually in the evenings or at night. So don't worry about it, okay? And watch out for the growth spurts. The first few days at home, seven to ten days normally, two to three weeks, and then four to six weeks is when we have those main growth spurts. 
And I want you to know that your baby is getting enough. So don't worry about that. So if you didn't learn anything today, just know that as a new mom, you need to focus on your latching, your positioning, and feed often. That is it. Don't make breastfeeding seem hard when it's not even that difficult, okay? If you stay with this, if you stay with what I just told you to latch, make sure you have your boppy pillow because boppy pillows are a lifesaver, I promise you. If you have twins, listen, you got it, ladies. I've, I've helped a lot of twin uh, mothers with twins. You got it. So don't be afraid to breastfeed. And don't give up. I don't want you to give up because I know you can do it. There's a lot of women out there doing it. A lot of black women, we're doing it here. I want you to know that you can do it. Don't let no one tell you otherwise. And be prepared for your family. Be prepared for them to say, uh, you can't do this. Why don't you just give them formula? Why your baby crying so much? You know what I tell them? You didn't mind your business. I ain't got nothing to talk to people like that. Because you want, if you want the best for your baby, you give them the best, which is your breast milk. There's nothing in this world better, and no one can argue that. No one. You know, a lot of women, they say fat is best. That's not true. Breast milk is the best milk. Fed is necessary. So if you can breastfeed, if you don't have any problems as a mother when it comes to breastfeeding, I encourage you to breastfeed. Because there's a lot of mothers out there who wish they could. So you have the advantage to breastfeed. And guess what? You may one day become a milk donor for mothers who can't. There are a lot of mothers who can't breastfeed because of various reasons. So I want you to be the best that you can be. Because I know you can be the best that you can be. And don't worry, we'll talk about pumping later on in a few episodes. But this, we're focusing on the beginning of time. This is the beginning of life, and you can do it. So what else can you do besides feeding? So your baby's been inside of you for, what, nine months, ten months sometimes? Make sure you're wrapping your baby. I have a lot of mothers who's like, I didn't think about that. I checked the, you know, I changed the diaper. I fed him, and he's still crying. She's still crying. Why? Well, did you wrap them? I need you to learn the technique of what I call the burrito wrap. You need to burrito wrap your baby. Wrap them so tightly that as soon as you wrap them, they fall asleep. This is a technique that will help you get your baby to relax. And make sure you're setting the scene. Just like at night when you want to go to bed, you don't want the TV on. People are like, how do I get my baby to sleep at night, well, during the day, you need to open up some shades. Open up the shades, give them some light, because they need that anyway. Why not? Give them some light. Let them know, hey, mommy's here. Of course, they'll probably be sleeping the first couple of weeks. That's fine. But guess what? They'll get used to, okay, today's morning. I guess I'll get up and eat and poop, and that's about it. So don't worry. 
and I don't want you ladies to worry. But as a new mom, I just want you to know that you can do it, and you deserve the world. Your child deserves the world. And you are the bomb. You are the beauty of motherhood. And make sure you always remember that we're here for you. Check us out on Breastfeeding Support Group for Black Moms. There's multiple um, nonprofits, for-profit businesses that we help assist women through their breastfeeding journey with evidence-based information. This is not like any other group. This is evidence-based. We don't let you go in there and say, what teas can I try? We have over 60,000 members, okay? We're not going to, no, we're not going to do that to you because what one works for don't work for other. What tea works for one may dry you out. So in order to succeed, we focus on moving milk to make milk. Feed, feed, feed to get milk. That's it. It's not hard and you can do it. Thank you for tuning in tonight.